take two. Yes. Brothers and sisters, welcome back to Kingdom Speak. It's Friday, and we're here to record a dynamic episode with evangelist Cornelius Williams and Pastor Daniel McKillop. Welcome to Kingdom Speak. We had a rough start. Whew, oh, man. As, as Miles says, that was a rush start. Take was a rush start. two. When have you ever heard me redo an intro in the last... Last week? Know. No. <laughs> Come on now. Where's the love? Where's the love? I know there's a lot of love on social media oh, right yes, now. Oh, yes, there is. For this. Yeah. This Bible from djdcustombibles.com. Come also on. on Instagram, also on Facebook. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Yeah. If you do not have a DJD Bible, you're missing out on a new dimension in your spiritual life. It comes with the anointing. The anointing is dripping yes. out of this Bible oh, really? as we speak. Yes. Really? Um, and it's full of kingdom speak. There is goosebumps on the goosebumps <laughs> of this Bible right now as I'm talking about it. So... If you haven't heard, we're giving away another Bible. Do, do you need to like tell people? <laughs> it's been two episodes since we first goosebumped this thing. Yeah, it, I, it's, it's ostrich skin. Yes, I told them last week. Quill. Yeah, it's black ostrich skin. I told the podcasters yeah. last week. For those of you yeah. listening, walking through the airport or driving down the road, has these bumps all over it. It's just the right size. It's not a Gideon. It's not a Samson. It's just <laughs> in the middle. It's a beautiful size Bible. It's got three beautiful blue uh, ribbons, and I'm saying beautiful a lot because I'm running sure. out of adjectives to describe Beautiful ribs on the back. Hey, if you're not on social media and you want to win this Bible, jump on kingdomspeak.ca, log into the Kingdom Speaker website. Um, at the top of the forum section, there's a button you can hit, and you can upload yourself, uh, upload to us a video of yourself. Uh, keep it to 30 seconds. Like We don't want to hear you talk for longer than that. Uh, but just make it quick and let us know why you want this Bible, why you should have it. Maybe there's a verse that explains it. Uh, hey, how about this? Show us how rattered, ratty tattered your old Bible is. Yeah. Well, man. Yeah. You got one of those uh, Elder Jeff Arnold Bibles. That, yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, and that's it. At the end of it, if you want to shout out someone and say, mm -hmm. hey, God bless producer Randy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He needs to let us know how bad he wants this Bible. You can do yeah. that. Make sure you tag DJD. Make sure you tag us if you're on social media, of course. And uh, we're going to draw this Bible just a couple days before Christmas. So what a Christmas <sighs> gift. And thank you, DJD, for partnering with us and for making premium Bibles. Oh, yeah. All right. Now, this person definitely listens to the podcast who left us a review because <laughs> the title of the review is, Wow, just wow. wow. <laughs> oh, my wow. goodness. <laughs> wow. This, this review, let me tell you something. Five stars on Apple Podcasts from the U.S. says this, Every episode is such a beautiful interpretation of the scriptures. Brother McKillop and every guest are such a blessing to this generation. As a relatively young man, I'm 32, yeah, you're relatively young, I am so thankful to have voices like this that are such amazing amazing voices for righteousness. Favorite episodes so far. It's a tie between bricks and stones and small church mentality. Mm. Yeah, those the are hell? two great episodes. God bless 
and may he make his face shine upon you. And that is from Jameson Brown in Vicksburg, Mississippi. And we will say amen to Jameson Brown, everyone. Yeah, that uh, small church mentality was a great episode. Yes, it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah, that was one of those ones that kind of pushed our ceiling up a little bit on YouTube specifically. Uh, and now... Uh, he done good with the notes we gave him. That yeah, he good. did not bad. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good for a young feller. <laughs> and uh, now Brother Ben Weeks, if you haven't listened to that one, that one's kind of pushing mm-hmm. the YouTube up mm-hmm. a bit more. So the bar just continues to rise. So, I mean, I would hate to be a new guest well, if, if you want to make <laughs> I it. would hate to be someone new coming on the show today. Not not to not to bring up last week, but like last week's was pretty good. Wow. That oh talk, like you're you're actually like, gonna include me in that. That talk yeah, like, about competition. Co- like like if we want to get into a competition, you're Where gonna we go announced, something Which week. episode is the best? Yeah, I don't I don't know if we can beat it. Where uh, we announced on the episode that we had purchased all the shares of Biblos. <laughs> Correct. Oh we did. We yeah. did. If we well, did. I did. Yeah, Biblos Studio I, I is officially that. up in smoke. Yes. yes. If yeah. you didn't listen, go back and listen. You to must. That. There's so. footage of me sitting. And you have to listen the whole way to the end because we don't apologize till the end. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> if, if you don't listen Woo! to the whole episode, you'll, you'll just think that we own Biblos. Uh, those guys are something else. Maybe we do. And I would not want to be a new guest on King to Speak today. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh. But... <clears throat> But, now, now listen, every time that we have someone on, on the show, mm-hmm. there's, there's different stories and narratives mm-hmm. as to why. Sometimes it's, they speak to specific topics. Yes. They, they occupy certain positions. They've written books. They've, mm-hmm. this, is, this, this one is kind of set up by a unique a unique story. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to allow our guest mm-hmm. to, to set this up a bit because this is really a God thing, how this happened. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> hey, how are you guys doing today? Welcome we are to doing the podcast, good, man. We're glad you're here. Hey, I'm excited, man. This is, uh, I guess, a long time coming. It certainly <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah, th- this, uh, I, I've been a fan of, Kingdom Speak for some time now, legitimate fan, and oh, you're uh, just you guys. That. No, I mean that. That's <laughs> that's not flatter. You guys are putting out some premium content, and uh, it's been awesome. It's been awesome, and so I, I guess, I guess relationship with Brother McKillop, uh, he's an incredible, incredible preacher, prince of all preachers, and uh, we've we've built a relationship over the years. I guess doing meetings together, yeah. and. Uh, it's just it's just been good uh, being in space together. You, you know, and uh, you know something, brother <laughs> Williams. I appreciate uh, you know you anybody that preaches out as as much as you do could appreciate this. Being teamed up with somebody that mm-hmm. that yes. can can sync with you in the spirit, and especially someone that can preach stuff. So we preached a meeting. And he preached so good every day mm-hmm. that I only had to preach one wow. night. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it was like, oh, my goodness. No. Wow. <laughs> that's kind. It, that's it kind. really was. That, that's, not, that's not a bit of exaggeration. So it actually worked out pretty good. That was good. a good time. 
that was a, it was an awesome time. So yes, we it have was. we have had the privilege to do meetings together, and I, I certainly value your ministry, your voice. Yes, thank you. To so our what's generation. the story? You were so, so we had we had a meeting. Yes. <laughs> All right. So let, I'll, I'll start with so, this, and then then let then, then I'll then I'll toss it to you. Yep. So I get a text from Brother Williams mm-hmm. about a particular uh, episode that we'd put out on the podcast. This was back, what, July? The end of July? Yep. First of August? The Antichrist episode. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was genius. That was uh-huh. genius. So he's, he's, he's very courteous and sent us a, a, mm-hmm. a message. And so I responded that I wanted him mm-hmm. to come on the show. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it, it, go, go ahead. So you, you you kind of interpreted that to be kind and cordial. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I I legitimately was was issuing a compliment, and you know, uh, being an evangelist, your your conversations with pastors are typically kind and cordial. Yeah. Uh, invitations, even invitations, are kind and cordial. Sure. And so he said, hey, bro, I really would love for you to be on the Kingdom Speak podcast. And uh, I've, I've been fortunate to do a few podcasts, but this was just, to me, a kind and cordial invitation. I didn't think that I was wor- worthy to be a part of this premium content mm-hmm. output. And, uh, and so I, I, I did not respond much to his text. Well, he texted me the next day trying to further his sincerity. And he said, hey, hey I really was serious about getting you on uh, Kingdom Speak. And I'm still not gauging his sincerity level. I'm still on the fence. Like, uh, oh, okay. Okay. Maybe maybe he's serious. I've actually preached and had people trying to gauge my sincerity (laughs) while I was preaching. (laughs) (laughs) That's a cool scripture, bro. Yeah, Yeah. That's that's not bad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was forced I was forced to reconcile the idea in my mind mm-hmm. that maybe this was a thing that should happen because the next day I'm in Houston airport and uh, traveling, coming from preaching. Uh, can't recall where from, but I'm standing there. I'm just on my phone and I happen to be standing in the Chick-fil-A line. Oh, mm-hmm. and that, that 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 says a whole lot oh. right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're not if you're not at Chick Fil A in the airport, I don't know where you are. That's exactly right. You're but not I, where I'm standing the there, <laughs> you're not even you're not even there. So I'm yeah. standing there, and I I happen to glance up, mm-hmm. and two people in front of me is standing, Brother McKillop. Wow. <laughs> oh and my God. I've ghosted wow. Him. I've ghosted his tech. I've ghosted his text messages. Like I've basically just kind of ripped <laughs> off the conversation. <laughs> He's standing there. <laughs> so now I, I'm forced with confronting him in person. That if he asks me again, now I have to now I have to really say something. This is not a text message response. This is not, you know, text yeah. and three dots appear. This is I really have to talk now. Yeah. And yeah. so I said I I text him. I said, I guess seeing you in the airport is a sign that I should be okay to speak. <laughs> so it's pretty, so it's I pretty am, funny. I'm on my phone because <laughs> that's what we're all doing now. And Everybody's so on their phone. Yeah, I'm standing in line phone. because my son and my wife had stepped to the restroom and bloop, he sends me that text message. And so I'm like turning around <laughs> and there he is. There he is. 
And so, he's like, where are you? I could have sniped him. I mean, he's, uh, yeah. he's right there. So the only thing that would have been better is if I would have been behind. <laughs> yeah. And I could have reached that up and tapped him on me. the shoulder and said, bro, <laughs> you're going to make me come to, to Houston. <laughs> To tell you, be on the show. Stop running That's away so from me. Funny. <laughs> I know. So the exciting I feel thing, bad, I guess. The exciting thing about today, though, is that this show is being sponsored by Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. First sponsorship uh, by Chick Fil A. Yeah, the first awesome. sponsorship. That's awesome. Yeah. So it even then it's taken us from August until now. Uh, to, to loose the to, to lace the boots up on this, but I know you do run a crazy schedule, and yes, uh, you've been full time now. Um, we were chatting before the show. I mean, you were in full time ministry before, but you were bivocational, correct? Uh, up until yeah. about two years ago. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's been about seven years um, of traveling and preaching. Uh, two years of that being full-time capacity uh, separated from my secular career uh, for the government. So it's been a journey. Very grateful, very grateful for what God has been oh. doing. Well, man, we, um, we really do appreciate mm -hmm. uh, every evangelist that is uh, propagating and promoting this, this message. Uh, so I'm, I'm, Curious because we we were chatting a bit about topics. So mm -hmm. what? Uh, I don't think anybody would call into question that you are consecrated uh, to your mission. What role do you feel that consecration really does play uh, in in ministry and and just living for God in general? Um, how how do you how do you balance that and factor that in because it's very easy to look at someone like yourself and say you know god's blessed you with uh, a ministry you're impacting people maybe god's just playing favorites <laughs> well there is a there is a favor in the matter but i don't yes. think it's favorites yes um uh, i i i believe um that that ministry is is a package that is multi-layered um and i think uh, with all packages the exterior of the package doesn't necessarily um, determine the interior oh. of that package very good the wrapping the bow the gift itself um the presentation thereof could be deceiving yes. uh, you can you can open up the box and it'd be empty uh, or there can be something of value value inside of that package. And I think ministry, uh, the visible uh, public display of ministry is something that I'm, I'm passionate about talking about, um, especially in the arena of young people um, who aspire mm -hmm. uh, to be in some form of ministry, to have a public, uh, a public publicly visible ministry. And the idea is the secret behind the strength or the secret to power and anointing. Um, I think the greatest launching point for that idea is the inquiry that Delilah, uh, Judges 16, 
in six that Delilah made to Samson. Okay. She said, tell me. Yes. Wherein thy great strength. Yes. Lieth. She wanted to know the source of his power. Mm. And I think, although that, that inquiry was one to lead to his demise and destruction that they may bind him. Um, I think that that inquiry is a fair uh, question that young people sure. grapple with in their minds sure. as a generation. Uh, they see anointed preachers, they hear anointed preaching, they're impacted by anointed ministers. And for those that aspire to be used by God, I think the greatest question that arises to the top of their mind is how do I, what is the source of a man being anointed? What is the source of someone having that much power and that, that when they open up their mouths, you can feel it? Yeah. What is that source? Okay. I think that's the inquiry here. Yeah. Uh, and I think, I think the answer, the answer at the depth, at the core of when you start unraveling the package, when you open up the box, that is that, that the presentation of power inside of that package is consecration. Inside of that mm. is a secret source of strength. And that that is where it come it came from. It was the abstinence of Samson that brought anointing, his yes. restrict his restricted lifestyle as a Nazarite yes. that brought his strength. And I think I think that's the, the crux of the premise of there being uh, the, a revelation power that that power comes from consecration. And what a dangerous thing to pursue power. Yes. Without embracing yes. Oh. that inward consecration. Because what, what you've just said is so impactful. The appeal, and I've, I've often heard elders say it, you know, you need to be cautious and wary of coveting mm -hmm. another man's anointing. Oh, yes. You, you don't know the price. You have of, no clue. You're just seeing, to use your analogy, you're just seeing the package. But yes. You don't know the true essence of what, what made that man who he is. Every, every theatrical performance is aesthetically pleasing in front of the curtain. Mm, but sure. you step behind the curtain mm. and you see the work, the labor, the intensity, the sweat the hours, the, the laborious, intense yeah. nature yeah. that the 30 hours for 30 minutes. Okay. So, so, so the, <laughs> here, here's, here's a legit question. How many look at ministry and go, I want to fast so many days a month. Yes. So I want to be a preacher. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. That's, that, that's that's the great I think that's the great aesthetic deception, I guess I would coin that, well that said. phrase, the aesthetic, aesthetic deception. deception. Yes. Be because what what was the source of Samson's strength was not aesthetically revealing. His physicality, his aesthetic mm. prowess was not one of strength. Had it been, had he had an aesthetic appeal of strength, mm -hmm. there would be no question of where his power came from. Right. That would that would be no question of where his strength lied if he had the aesthetic appeal 
well power said. and strength. Well said. But the inquiry was made because what was seen did not make sense. It wasn't matching. When someone, no, it, it wasn't. It wasn't gelling. It's like, right. how could a how what what causes a preacher to get up there? And the unction of God is so rich. The power of God is upon him. But you can't see what what is the 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 source of that. You can't see what causes that, the birthplace of that. And I think I think that there is something to consecration that that consecration is the birthplace of power. And um, for young people, for young people that that are mesmerized by the idea of conference preaching, I think it is very dangerous. Like you said, there it is very dangerous for someone to look at the appear the appearance thereof of a ministry and crave that 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 say i want that in mm. my life mm. when you crave power without and you neglect private consecration mm -hmm. you forfeit the opportunity of truly being powerful wow and <laughs> and man there's so many um i can't believe i got a wow yeah, you got a wow. Wow. And, and, wow. And honest. Wow. wow. We're we're gonna wow. we're gonna have that cued, but until then we have to we have to give them live. Yeah, yeah. There's so many so many rabbit trails to go down here, and I'm not wanting to lead Absolutely. you. I'm not wanting to lead you somewhere that we don't we don't have time to talk about some of the other things you want to bring up. But really this is where ministries can get off track. So we you've been focusing on young people. Mm-hmm. But really, and I know that you're probably going there with Samson, more established ministries can mm -hmm. uh, the, the the wheels can come off. Oh yeah. If if we if we start focusing on the staging of our ministry rather than the behind the curtain aspect of it. And that's that's a brilliant point. And, and there's two sides of the curtain. There's the front side, and then that's backstage. Yeah. I think inversely for Samson, I think his recognition of where his strength came from became something that he lost the gravitas of because it was the one thing that he became, com it, the commonality of his strength. He replaced the commonality of his strength by loosening his consecration. Which is why when he sees the, the lion, the carcass, by the way, he said, well, maybe, maybe I can get a taste of that, honey. Hmm. I've, I've picked up gates. I've, I've put the tails of foxes together. I've, hmm. I've done some good stuff. I've preached some conferences. This is on the other side of it. I think yeah. that, that men and women who replace consecration with the commonality of the moment and just said, hey, I'm used to up and preaching maybe i don't have to pray today dangerous dangerous well, clearly he did because when he shook himself ultimately it, was a, him. it yes. was a shock to him it was a shock that he lost the power yeah when he touched the, the when he touched the part of his life that he had consecrated unto god mm. when that part of consecration was cut off mm. no pun intended when that part of his life was cut off he yeah. lost the source of his power and so anyone that is in many in ministry, anyone that's aspiring to ministry, the same thing that got you to that place of power is the same thing that's going to keep you in that seat of power. 
wow. and anointing and favor with God. And and I, I've I've looked at this a bit. Um, let's go. You know, First Corinthians the eleventh chapter lets us know that that long hair on a man is a it's it's a shame. A shame. So there Absolutely. there was a shame component. Yeah. To the consecration. Yes. That Samson had. He had to bear yes. the shame. Which is that really was what, a secret. Yeah. And Jesus had to do the same, by the way. I mean, that, that's the whole, the, the shame component of ministry. Mm -hmm. Does that? There's nothing cool about consecration. Nothing cool uh, about it. Uh, absolutely. Doesn't have much curb appeal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's no curb appeal to consecration. No. Right. It's, that's what you don't see. Yeah. That's the secret behind this behind the scenes. Yeah. Okay, and does, um, does that, let me ask you this, does that not help keep pride at bay? And arrogance at that's bay. the only that's the only thing that keeps pride at bay it is it is the the the, the depth of sacrifice that that your flesh is mortified you mortify the deeds of the flesh your flesh can no longer work when concert when consecration is what you are plugged into wow. if consecration is the power source then your flesh does not have the ability you cannot you cannot flow on the same channel of pride when you are operating from consecration. Right. Saul, when possible. you when you were humble in your own eyes. Yes. That was a source of strength for Saul. Yes. When you were small, when you were small in your own yes. eyes, that was the secret to your anointing. And man, can God find that, that, you? <laughs> God can find you if you'll stay humble. You don't have to put yourself absolutely. on a pedestal. He can find you oh. hidden amongst the stuff. Oh man. Listen, that that is that is the beauty. It is those that are consecrated that that God sees what they do in secret mm. and then that, that God, God, God himself rewards men with favor. I mm. think I think about I think about young people. Let's let's take two groups of young people uh, from the perspective of young men and young women. You have Daniel, uh, Mishael, Hananiah and Azariah. The three mm -hmm. Hebrew boys and Daniel. Mm -hmm. They stepped into a Babylonian kingdom where their consecration was put on display. Yeah. Their relationship was put on a pedestal. Mm -hmm. And I say that, I say that in the most, the most, uh, the purest way I can say that because in the kingdom, when the king was looking for people that had great wisdom and great prowess and great favor and 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 understanding daniel hananiah azariah and mishael refused and they abstained from taking part in what other young people were doing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they decided daniel purposed in his heart that he would abstain from the king's meat uh daniel daniel one eight he, he would abstain from the king's meat and from the wine that he did drink, right. they said, "Wait a minute! You're you're about to get into something that not ever, not all other young people are doing. You're you mean to tell me that instead of instead of hanging out over here, you're you're going you're going to fast today? You mean to tell me that you're you're going to stay in the altar after mm -hmm. service when everybody's going to play ball? You're going to hang out mm. and, and linger in the presence of God? Mm. That's not easy to do." in a kingdom when everybody else is bowing. 
to the wrong thing wow. that is. Absolutely. And so, and so, and so something, there's something beautiful here and forgive me for being a nerd. Forgive me for being a nerd. <laughs> Stay on. <laughs> shout and out so, to all the and nerds. So, oh yeah. Shout out to all hashtag nerds. <laughs> yeah. Kingdom nerds. There's, there's, Kingdom nerds. Some, there's something that arises in the kingdom. No pun intended. There's something that happens in this, in this moment of consecration. The Bible says that they consecrated themselves or they abstained yes. from the king's meat yes. for 10 days, okay. 10 days, 10 yep. days. Don't please don't miss. This is huge to me. Yep. For 10 days, they were in consecration. And they said, we'll see that after the 10 days, we will see how your continence fares in comparison to everybody else. Something happened after those 10 days, something, something powerful, exponentially powerful happened after those 10 days. <laughs> the Bible says that when Nebuchadnezzar brought Daniel and the three boys before him, he realized that they had something that the other young people didn't have. Mm -hmm. They had great understanding. They had favor. They had, they had, they had something about their continents that was different and it stemmed from their consecration. Right. All of a sudden, Daniel, Daniel, I think he's 20. He says something that I've never seen. I've never seen in the Bible. He said, when, when Daniel has Hananiah, Azariah and Mishael stood before Nebuchadnezzar, that they were 10 times ha! better. Come on. Wow. Wow. My mind, listen, when, when I see an X, when I see 10 times better, all of, all of a sudden, I think, mathematics and exponents yes and if you have if you have a value of a number mm -hmm. times an exponent it is to the power yes of mm -hmm. yes one to the tenth power right that's right right so 10 days of consecration could it be that we are exponentially more powerful Absolutely, depending on, could be. depending on how much Come on, consecration it's, it's happening. is tied. Woo! It's happening. <laughs> Bam! Bam, there I it think is. Think about it. I mean, is power exponentially linked to consecration is the question. Of course it is. I mean, to yes. me, that blows my mind. I mean, Daniel is so descriptive. He says these boys were on a 10-day consecration. Mm -hmm. Yes. And when they stood before the king... They were 10 times better. That to me, that is, that is a powerful revelation within itself. That's a principle. They were exponentially better. Absolutely. Yes. That is now, a principle. Could it, could it be sheer coincidence of an adjective? Maybe. But, but I, I think there's something to that. that the, there's an exponent here that these boys, that, that one day, maybe one day of consecration was to one day of power. Okay, and they were so, ten times more so powerful. Let's, let's take it. Let's take it out. I'm of, sorry if there's any background noise. I was going to say, what kind of dog do you have? Oh, no, that's actually a kid. It's I'm, a kid. I'm, I'm I thought it was a dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's all good, man. We're going to keep no. going. <laughs> so, yeah, so, absolutely. I don't think it's a reach. First of all, for that, for that. I hope it's not comparison. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's let's look at this. Let's take it away just from a numbers game. I've often mm -hmm. I've often said this about David. David oh, yeah. 
was was it was was a king privately before he was publicly. Yes, he was. Okay, and yes, David. It, yes, David sang to God before he sang before kings. Yes, so I love it on the hillside. Mm-hmm. He's just singing in private. Yes communion and consecration with God and what he done in private he had to master it in private before God gave him a public stage Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. sing before Israel's king so yes it I, I think it's more than even just a numerical component I think what we master in private is what we are authorized to perform in public wow that's good yeah yes to whom to whom is given much is required. Yes, and and he that is faithful in a few things, I'll make him ruler ruler yes. over much. Yes, and so the the only way that David was qualified to be a ruler of the kingdom was that he had to rule the sheep well, and his 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 propulsion from being shepherd to Saul's armor bearer mm-hmm. to king was all about his ruling in a few things yes all the way to the throne yes all the way to the throne okay so that, go back that, to that the numbers. was the beautiful these bible connections mm-hmm. i love this okay so go back to the new testament where the steward the 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 the, the master is going away and he says i'm going to leave five with you two with you one with mm-hmm. you and and i know that there's Ooh. different ones here, yes but the numbers game comes back mm-hmm he said, oh, you doubled that to 10. Well, I'll make you a ruler over 10 cities. I'll give you more. Yes. I'll give you more. Yes. That's, an, that's an exponent. Yes. That's, a, that's an exponential increase. That's, a, that's an exponential increase. Wow. Woo. Come on. That is, that is beautiful. Yeah. So maybe we're not stretching it. Maybe that's no, not a stretch. Not I can see that. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I think, I think there's something there. I mean, the only reason why Esther had favor above the other young ladies is because she had a 12 month period of consecration mm-hmm. of purification wow. that those other young ladies wow. did not have and when she stood before the king it was very noticeable her consecration was the key to her favor hmm. and so that i i love it man i think it's something that that's not talked about enough i think wow. it's something that's not it's not delved into enough um Joseph had to have, and I love, that's why I love the episode about integrity. Joseph had to be, he had to be, he could not be entrusted in the province Mm. until he was entrusted in the prison. Yes. And he became the keeper. He became the keeper of the prisoners. And, and God said, okay, how do you, how you handle the baker and the butler will determine whether you can handle the grain Mm -hmm. in Egypt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that that's the that's the whole premise yeah and who was in secret who he was when it, it was just him and potiphar's wife to get out of that coat and to stay and to keep his integrity and intact is a measure of consecration and, and that what, he stayed true to god what a contrast to samson and delilah yes so, oh yeah that's good that's good unpack yeah. that please I'll, so so and I think one of those one of those elements of this is, and maybe I should pose it as a question, but I, I feel like it is, is Joseph's response was, I cannot do this to God. 
No, mm. no. That the, is so good. The integrity that he preserved was not to the system he was serving in. It was, it was to, to it was to God. Yeah. Because there's things that even the system that you're in will allow you and permit you access to. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. But, but That's so good. But you have to bring supremacy. To, I, I can't do this against God. That's the matter of the heart. Yes. That's the matter of the heart. I, I think people from so many different perspectives and facets the idea that God, that man look at on the outward appearance, it's the mm-hmm. aesthetic appeal that people are drawn to. Mm. But God is more concerned about, not more concerned as if the, the outward appearance has no bearing. Right. But God can see further than mankind can see. Yes. God can see behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. God can see behind the door of the heart, which yes. is your flesh. God can yes. see past that. Yes. And the idea there, there's an idea of Ma- in Matthew six and six or Matthew six in, in general, that chapter is talking about the idea that the, the father which see it in secret rewards mm, us openly. openly. Mm-hmm. He says, when you give alms, mm-hmm. you, you know, you're not putting on a show. You're not, Hey, look how much I'm putting in the offer mm-hmm. plate today. It, it, it's, it's the secret, it's the depth of the heart, the intent of the heart. He said, if you're doing it to be seen, you've already gotten your reward. Right. If you want to preach just so people know your name, you won't, you won't get many phone calls. Wow. God won't allow it. He won't allow that because it is the re- he is the rewarder to them that diligently seek him. And your diligence is tied to your consecration. What you do privately, how you did discipline yourself privately is what God rewards. He said, when you pray, he said, when you enter into your closet, mm. that's when no one can see you. Mm. It's what you do when people can't see you that God sees what's done the most. Mm-hmm. That's, um, I, I don't know if you've ever read the book. It's, a, it's an old book, Ordering Your Private World. I think it's. I have not, but I, I need to Gordon, get that one. I think Gordon MacDonald, I think, is the author. This, this brings up uh, to, to your point of what you do in private. Yes. Determines That's so true. the expanse of what happens in public. I, I, think, I think the Elisha connection here mm. is, is also applicable. So Elisha, after Elijah, they have the encounter in the field. And he he destroys um, the yoke, sl- mm-hmm. you know, slaughters, slaughters the oxen. oxen. There's no going back. He's he's he, he that's consecration. Oh yeah, it's sacrifice at its core. But he still did not receive an immediate public recognition of that. Wow. The Bible says yes. that he was a prophet in Elijah's room. Before he was a prophet to the nation, he was a prophet to a prophet Mm -hmm. before he was a prophet Mm. to a nation. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so good. That's so good. The the private. The private? His his audience was one. Elijah, what can I do for you? How can I keep you encouraged? Hmm. That's That's so good. And here, think about this. 
let me know what you think about because I've thought I've thought about this a lot. He <laughs> handled the mantle long before he yes. long before he owned it. Wow. He'd say That's so good. Elijah, can I can I hang that up for you? Yeah. And man, he'd get his hands on that. Mm-hmm. In private. Yes. Yeah, nobody saw it at wow. that point. Mm-hmm. The first time he handled it was not when he smacked the water with it. That's 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 powerful. Wow. That's powerful. Eli Elisha's ministry, even even after the the tra- the transcendence or or the the catching away of sure. Elijah, sure, his ministry still didn't even have its own label. When he smokes the water, he said, "Where oh, is the that's God?" Right. That's right. Of he attributed it to. He still didn't have his own recognition mm-hmm. attached to his ministry. It was not even about him. Even when he had the mantle, <gasps> even when he had the power. Boy, that tells you what kind of guy he was. Oh, think about this. At the point that you're talking about, these sacrifices, the oxen. Mm. Elisha is mentioned at that point. He lays his hand on him. He, he, he destroys and sacrifices the beast of burden. You do not find in scripture the name, the name of Elisha again until Elijah is getting ready to be taken away from him. He's with him the whole time, and you hear nothing about Elijah, Elijah at all, wow. because he's in private. His consecration, his 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 devotion to his man of God, yeah, his his devotion to the work of God, is what was forging him. He's not heard of. He does not have a name. We do, we are we are nameless people, serving the one true name that has all power. That's where our power comes from. It's not our name. It's not our title. It's not our God. promise. It's not our. Okay, so here's all of, <laughs> this, this is kind of coming on the flow here. We're hitting. A, I, but, I have no idea where we're going right woo. now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is where he got the power, though, to do what he did. Look at the amount of things that happened in rooms in Elisha's ministry. Come on. He has, he, oh, that's so good. Oh, that's so good. Right? All the yeah. miracles were happening in rooms. Rooms. Nobody saw them. Rooms. <laughs> Come on. The uh, power yes. that he had there, he got it. That's so good. From the that's dedication so in private. Wow. And that's probably wow. why he was so exasperated with that young king when he said, smite yes. the ground. Yes. And he just hit the mm. ground, kind of. Mm. He wasn't serious. He, wasn't he, was, serious. he didn't take it serious. He's setting he him up the, saying, if you can conquer this in the room, you will conquer it on uh-huh. the stage. Oh, that's so good. Ah! He had the power in his hands. He had the arrows in his hands. Yes. And he wasn't serious. But maybe, he was it's, not serious. maybe it's because the king was in a small room and he wasn't on a stage and he didn't think that it mattered. It doesn't matter what you do in the room. Oh, I nope. guarantee you, had he been on a stage and people said, you want to smite these? Yeah. Oh, these? Yeah. Oh, he would have been throwing them down. You want to see me? You want to see me throw another one down? Yeah. 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 Give me some more. Oh, if he had, a, if he had an audience, man, you up the ante at this point. Yeah. Yes. Oh, people are watching you. You're a whole different character. My lord, yeah. Especially but, if the choir's backing you up, and you got a good musician. Oh, it's you get that organ going. You're really gonna preach. Yeah. <laughs> but it's 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 the preacher. In private, mm. that's the true preacher. Mm. Wow, 
I, I man, I, I humbly pray this, and I'm not saying this to sound super spiritual. I humbly pray that the burdens that I feel in private, that I have the 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 mental capacity and and the ability to propagate it forth in public, because that's mm-hmm. not always easy. You can feel a burden in private. Tears are flowing yeah. in private, and you're you're trembling under the unction of God in prayer. But when the lights come on, there's a temptation of the flesh to be theatrical and to say something sure. to impress people and not mm. impact them. Mm. And and but true. Go mm. ahead. Yeah, I love it. Uh, go ahead. Well, go ahead. well I'm just uh, uh, to your point. There becomes a if you're feeding off the crowd rather than feeding the crowd, then yes, then you have to take directives from them, and and you yes you 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 let you let you let what happened leading up to the moment that you are to step on stage determine what you yes. do when you hit the stage, and 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 I see that it's Friday night, man. We have to. We, we, we got to perform. Here comes the discussion about competition. That's so true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. People would much people would much rather have the hands of men patting them on the back. Come on. Than the hand than the hand of God leading them to every day. Push that button. My finger Woo! can't. Really there push it is. Button. There it is. <laughs> Boom. I want the hand of God, not oh. the hands of men patting me. Yes. Absolutely. That's, that's the difference. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I'll, I'm going to say something that's probably borderline controversial. I'm grateful for conferences. I'm grateful for meetings. I'm grateful for those singular points and moments. But as a young man in ministry, what has forged and developed me as a young preacher mm. had nothing to do with preaching at all. Mm. It was it was Bible study, teaching, door knocking, soul winning, that that in me with a true desire for ministry. And when you're teaching a Bible study, you're developing someone across on the table and you're opening and opening up God's word. There's nobody there to see it. Right. When you're knocking a door and there's, there's an atheist on the other side of that door, there's nobody there to see it. Mm. But when you understand the depths and how important the, the power of private, what you do in private. I'm telling you, if people, if people can grasp, if they can grasp that, it will ratify. It would change. It would change how you act in public. Yes, and and if if young people, and really it's all of us. You know, have you ever found yourself doing that? The, the easiest thing in the world to do when you when you're tightening the screws down is to talk to young people. <laughs> but you're like all of the parents out there. Listen to me. Talk to these young people. <laughs> But yeah. th- this really fits all of us. Yeah, and forgive me, forgive me for saying young people so much. I, I think I'm in a season of life where there there's a lot no, of youth that, conferences, and most of my prayers, I'm trying to help a young person yeah. avoid the foolishness that I hey, that, just jump right into. That's not a correction. That's just an easy way. I've been there. I, yeah, I so yeah. much of what you're saying fits every season of our life for sure young people yes but for the young people that are listening right now this is where uh truths such as this your gift 
coming coming full circle back to to where you started with the aesthetic deception yes of, of a gift your gift will make room for you and will bring yes. you before great, before great. men hmm. that's I've, so good I've, I've said this before you you don't you don't want to be in the presence of great men before your gift you want to follow that's, your I, gift into the room that's one of my favorite phrases from the, these episodes that that is a huge deal yeah and even when you get in the room mm. and this is I, this even when you get in the room when you begin to try every spirit things will begin to manifest you'll be able to see things and you'll 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 see the aesthetic deception you just because someone is on the stage doesn't mean they're qualified mm -hmm. yes hmm. the, and and you will know in time Saul and David were both kings but only one had a heart after God mm. they both had the throne but only time was the bearer and the tale and told the tale of who was true and private. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's why, the truth. Why, why don't why don't you go before the people and worship with me? That's so oh. <laughs> right. David yeah. was a worshiper in public because he was a worship he was a worshiper mm. privately. Mm. Yes. He wasn't ashamed to dance before the Lord. Yes. In front of people. people. Yes. <laughs> Because he's writing psalms and worshiping God in private. Mm -hmm. Praise was not what matter. he. Praise was not what he did. It's who he was. Yes, it's who he was. It wasn't something he was practicing. Yeah, it was a lifestyle to him, and I think consecration has to be a lifestyle. And I, I don't want to make consecration sound sacrilegious, but it is very, it is very, very pivotal to anyone that that is aspiring to ministry. Uh, and desiring to walk with God in greater depth. I think it's huge. It is a common denominator to anyone that's ever had favor, ever, ever. So as, as we're kind of landing this, this has been incredible. Um, it's been worth the wait. Thank you, Chick-fil-A. Um, <laughs> Chick-fil-A, spicy chicken deluxe sandwich. Spicy chicken is where it's at. Amen to that. Oh, you can't. I missed that. Yeah. Waffle fries too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Waffle fries with mayo. Oh you have yeah. To have the, not with mayo. With Man, mayo. with Chick Fil A sauce. Barbecue sauce. I I like it with barbecue sauce. It's just something about the yeah. sweet savor. We'll have to agree of to barbecue disagree. sauce and a waffle fry. <sighs> What's wrong with hey, Chick Fil A sauce? Oh no, man, no. Chick-fil-A sauce is just honey mustard is all it is. Well, what's wrong with honey That's mustard? All it is, it? Get away from me with that stuff. <laughs> oh, mute is Mike. Uh, <laughs> oh man. The so, secret sauce, man. It's the secret sauce. Yeah, well, we're talking about secret sauce right now. <laughs> mm. The secret sauce. You mentioned something at the beginning in response to a statement that I made. And you've referred to mm -hmm. it again here at the conclusion. And as as we're landing this, I'd, I'd like to hear just a bit more from you about it. How would you compare, contrast the favor of God with the idea that God has favorites? So, mm. so you know, because I, I mentioned at the beginning that someone could look at a ministry like you and just say, well, God has favorites. So the easiest response is, well, no, he doesn't have 
favorites in the sense of unequally allocating mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. gifts, but mm-hmm. yet he clearly gave one talent to this and two, five. Yep. And so, what? How do how do you how do you balance the favor of God, which is really what we've been talking about—the empowerment of God. Yes. The fact yes. that someone would just say it's a it's favoritism. I think I think the line that is drawn between favor and favorites is the line called entitlement. Mm. Because we're we're people pursue. If any man lack wisdom, if you lack something, let him ask of God. Mm. Right. And he will give it to thee liberally. I think wisdom can be measured. Faith to every man. There's given a measure of faith. I don't think I think there's something to be quantified there in terms of someone pursuing God to obtain his favor. Noah, Noah found grace in the eyes of God. Yes. The, 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 the man, the men of the field, when Jesus gave them an option, he said, I'm going to give you an option. You can work in this field. This will be your reward at the end of the day. And to everyone, he gives the same opportunity. He gives us all the same opportunity at grace, at mercy. If you, if you want spiritual gifts, you have to covet them. It is the pursuit of, but when people feel entitled to the favor of God is when they lose it. Hmm. Yes. Because when they felt entitled, they said, Hey, we worked all day and you gave them the same thing. He said, I didn't give them anything. They they pursued this. They wanted this. Hmm. You won't, you won't get, you, you will not get the favor of God unless you continually diligently seek him. Hmm. Then comes the reward. It is the continual pursuit. You can't. You can't be. You can be. You can be anointed in a season. No one can dispute the fact that Saul was anointed at one time. Sure. No one can dispute that. Sure. And but he lost the anointed when he, he sought after his own favor. Wow. And he felt entitled to it. And when you feel entitled to favor of God, he's like, mm. nope. You don't have it anymore. Uh, we, we don't deserve it. So good. Very well said. It's the child. It's the child. It's the leper that says, thank you. Mm. Yeah. That gets more of where that came from. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, that is so good. Yes. That's the truth. So I, I, I hope I answered your question. Yes, you uh, did. Respectfully. I, I think... If you want to be favored by God and be a favorite, every parent loves the child that says, thank you, mama. Thank you, daddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they become the favorite. Unfortunately, they become the favorite because it's that ungrateful child, that that unruly servant that God does not want to give his favor to. And he'll take it away from you and give it to somebody else. He'll take it away. Yeah, he will. Because David said, don't. Don't take, please don't take your Holy Spirit away from me. That's mm. why he kept it. Mm. What would have happened <laughs> he didn't if Saul deserve would have it. said he the same thing? He wouldn't have lost it. Absolutely. He would have not lost it. 
that's man. I feel like preaching somewhere right now. <laughs> man. <laughs> and the word just starts to flow, man. It's just it's it's powerful. And I want that we we should desire the favor of God, the power of God, the anointing of God, but who we are in private matters. Well, I, I think I think it's a it's a spiritually socialistic outlook to try to make everybody the same. Truth. Right. Truth. So it's it's the Everybody's spread not. the wealth around. Everybody gets the same. God is it's not a socialistic fair. idea. Right. God is not fair. This is, God is just. He's just. Mm-hmm. And and God, this is not a socialistic idea. This is spiritual. This is not social. This is spiritual. Right. And God is just. Yes. And and He shows mercy to whom He desired to show mercy to. I. We don't deserve it. No. no. But I do believe that I can cook the right kind of a meal, mm. have the right kind of an atmosphere, that mm-hmm. he'll come back to my house like he did Mary and Martha's, instead of the house just next to Mary and Martha's. That's so good. You know it. You can't, you can't tell me he didn't like that house any better than any other house. That was his favorite place to go. But they nurtured. They nurture the presence of God. Mm. they nurtured and it co- it comes back to what you have so capably unpacked these last few moments we really don't know a lot of what it was because it was done in private it was done in private you don't even read about it we really don't know right but there was something about the books that cannot contain it I, yeah bingo just gonna say that yeah yeah the yeah. books cannot contain what's done in private <laughs> The secret files mm. of consecration. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so good, man. man. God, I feel so enriched. I feel man. This feels like another episode. Man, man, man. Wow. Yeah, yeah. it does feel like another episode. Sincerely, feels like another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sincerely. <laughs> <laughs> well, this. Well, thank this, God. Well, thank God, you were serious. <laughs> Will this one require a Chick-fil-A line or not? Mm. Mm. <laughs> no. Hey, and I apologize, guys, if any background feed. Traveling is hard, and so I found a coffee shop to, to set up in. And if there was any background feedback, please, please. Oh, man, this try is to so edit it out or This has been great. Do, do some magic on the other side. To our listeners, you got to let us know. Mm-hmm. If we need a part two. We got to hear about it. We got to hear about it. What an incredible word. What an incredible word. Keep doing what you're doing in private. Mm -hmm. Keep consecrated. Keep dedicated. I'm telling you, your gift will bring you before great men. God's got a purpose for you. Start it in private, and it'll hit the stage in God's timing.